0: But when God actually uh, disciplines you and takes stuff from you that you don't need and puts you in a position that's better for you, even though you don't like it, or makes you apologize to somebody that did you wrong or makes you forgive somebody that did you wrong or tells you to be quiet and sit down or instructs you to humble yourself, don't be offended. Good morning God bless saints. I am your host Kendra and I am excited for another episode of create with Kendra a place where you can always be inspired challenged and changed. Welcome to everyone like we do every single week on this show. We acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur businessman or woman for doing what they doing best being as saucy as they can ever be. And this week is no different. We want to shout out Briani V. Briani is the owner of A Board in a House, which is a gaming company where she makes a variety of interactive games for the culture. She launches her first board game in 2021 and has so much more in store for 2022 to come. If you are into game night, I know I am. If you have a big family, if you get together with your friends, you want to check out Brianni V's Board in the House games, okay? For more information, you can follow her on Instagram at Board in the House, and you can visit the website at www.boardinthehouse.co. and stay updated for what's coming out next, y'all. All right, so today. It's a very special day, and I'm going to tell you why. Today is my birthday, everyone. Yes, January 19th of 1996, I arrived to thrive. Let me tell you. Um, Some birthdays feel different. Sometimes you're like, I I don't really feel a difference this birthday. But this birthday feels so different. And I see that because I'm like an old 20-year-old. Yeah. Like I passed 25, 25 was like, I feel like 25 is the midpoint. And then after 25 and I, and you know, hitting 26, I'm just like, I'm an old 20 year old. (laughs) Is that funny to say? Like, I really feel like I'm like towards the end of my 20. Well, I, I am gearing up for the end of my twenties. I am on my way there. Not there yet, but I am on my way there. Um, but I feel like once you hit thirty, it's like a reset button and anyone that's like hit thirty, you're young again. But that's just my take. Um, I really feel like this birthday Oh gosh, Jesus. Jesus fix it. Ah, it just feels different. I don't know what the difference is yet. Um but it just feels a little different for me. And I'm just so grateful um, making it another year. So grateful to God. Um, I, I encourage everyone when your birthday comes to celebrate with people that you love, celebrate with people that love you. If it's in person, if it's virtually make sure that you are celebrated. Okay. Too often we don't, we don't think we're worth celebration too often. We go um, and and forget about us, right? It's so easy to forget about you and things that you like and things that you want to do, but celebrate for you. Go eat your favorite food, go get a massage, go buy a pair of shoes, treat yourself to a purse. I know I am. Um, Whatever makes you happy, celebrate for you and not only for social media. Okay, so um, to anybody that shares the same birthday, January um, 19th, happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Okay, y'all, we are going straight into scripture. Yes, we are. Y'all know what time it is. Get your Bibles. Get your Bible app. Go to the Uverse website. Whatever you got to do, get in your word, okay? So let's pull up. We're going to Proverbs chapter 3. Today, we are going to unpack Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. Um, In this, we are going to discuss um, three things that I want to really pull out from this text that we need to remember, where we need to be reminded of, and things that we need to understand and walk in. Okay, and walk in those things. The first thing that I want to remind us and we're going to talk about is that success comes from lining up with the word of God. I'll say that again. The first thing we're going to talk about today is that success lines up with the word of God we oftentimes want to be successful we want to be wealthy we want to have things we want to fly on the fly on a private jet we want to have money we want to have cars we want to have land we want to have houses we want to have blank we want whatever we describe as success success right we want those things but what does it mean a past material when it comes to being success, successful and how can we achieve success through the word of God? We're going to talk about that. The second thing we are going to unpack is obedience and how obedience brings favor, okay? And the last thing we're going to talk about is discipline, how discipline is a blessing, okay? Um, Let's get into it. Proverbs chapter three, I am reading from the NIV version, okay? For anyone that wants to follow along uh, word word by word. Okay, so let's jump in the first verse and it says, My son, do not forget my teachings, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then... You will win favor Mm. and a good name in the sight of God and men. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. Verse 6 says, In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. The word of the Lord is such a blessing. Let's just go from there. Verse 1 through verse 6. Let's go um, just that much, everyone. (sighs) First verse says, My son, do not forget my teachings. So... When we're reading verse one, there is a message to us not to forget what the word of the Lord is saying, implying that we already know better. It's saying, don't forget when you have something to your memory, when you, when you are able to acknowledge something, when you come into the knowledge of something, it's saying in verse one, don't forget my teachings. A lot of us grew up in, in church <laughs> and we went to Sunday school. We went to Bible study and we had family prayer and our parents and our grandparents or whoever taught us the ways of the Lord. I'm talking to those that grew up in church. I know everyone didn't, but I'm talking to the ones that did like me. Okay. And if that's you, holla back. But all of this teaching and all of this training and all of the things that was, instilled in you. Proverbs three in and verse one declares, don't forget what you've already been taught. Okay? Because how many of us got too grown and wanted to do things our way? How many of us got too educated and and started reading books on on different things and and the teachings of God didn't become that important anymore. How many of us were exposed to different lives and different religions and different methods and different types of meditation and different things that didn't necessarily mix with the word of God. So we put the word of God in the basement of our heart, packed it up in a box, didn't even have the nerve to label it and put it in the basement, put it in the back for it to collect us and adopted these things that we believed worked for us. I'm gonna take a beat. We're going to think about that for a second. We're going to think about that. How many times have we come across things that we liked or preferred over the word of God or didn't have the discipline enough to, to really be a student of his word? So we just picked up something else. So we found another method for our madness, right? But verse three tells us to put, let me see. Let's go, let's go to verse three. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Bind them around your neck. The teachings of the Lord. We have to take it from the basement of our hearts in the place that we put in a corner and that we forgot about, right? Or when we want to forget about it. And it says, bind it around your neck. Meaning let it be in the forefront. Let it be not only just visible, but in use. Amen. Let's keep going. Verse, let's see. Verse five, yes, verse five. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. It's really important that we slow it down. And recognize the language that's being used in the scripture. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. But why all? How come I just can't use a portion of it and then keep the rest of myself? Why all? Because when you give God your all, that is a sign of surrender. You can't trust somebody. Partially. Trust is not on a spectrum. It's binary. You either trust or you don't. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. We have to learn, and I talked about this last week, and if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go back and listen to it after this. We talked about the heart's condition, right? and that we aren't supposed to depend on what we think because the heart is deceitfully wicked, who know it but God. That's what what the word of the Lord says. We have to trust in the Lord with all our hearts. And when we give him all of us, that is surrender to him, amen? Let's surrender to the Lord. Don't trust your own understanding. The Bible says, and lean not to your own understanding. Why can't I go on my feelings, Kendra? Why can't I look at a situation, evaluate the situation, and then make my decision? Very good question. Why can't we do that? Why can't we do that? Because we walk by sight. If we're not walking in faith, if we're not walking and trusting in the Lord, then we're walking by sight. And the issue with walking by sight and not walking with the Lord and not trusting the Lord is because the the Lord knows our path. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows the beginning from the end. He knows it all and what's in between. He knows what's on our path. He knows He knows the, the ends and the outs and the troubles that are going to come and the blessings that are going to come and the stumbling blocks and all the different ends and outs and twists and twirls. He knows it all because he created it. He's all-knowing. And if we don't trust in him, And if we don't allow him to lead us by way of us surrendering all, then then we're walking by sight. Why not trust the path maker to lead us on the path? Why not trust the path maker to lead us on the path? I'm telling you, saints, I'm telling you, success comes from lining up with the word of God. If we want to be successful, if you want God to move, if you want him to bring abundance and blessings and even break some stuff up off of you that you've been struggling with, we have to trust in him. We can't trust and lean our own, own understanding. We have to acknowledge him in every single thing we do. I promise you, everything I do, I acknowledge God. Everything, when it comes to work, when it comes to my academics, when it comes to this podcast, when it comes to how I live, everything I acknowledge God. There's this um audio that I find on Instagram. You can find it on TikTok where um somebody says, you don't want me to bring God up? Cause I'm going to bring God up. (laughs) It's going to happen. Don't ask me my opinion. Don't ask me no questions. If you don't want me to bring up God, cause I'm going to bring him up. Acknowledging God in all of our ways, submitting him. And not even just saying it just, just to hear yourself say it or so other people can hear you say it, but actually walking it, walking in it. Uh, Hello actually submitting to him right because once we do that he's able to direct our path and then uh, that success then that favor then those blessings are to follow all right y'all let's move on obedience brings favor that's what we're going to talk about right now verse 7 through verse 10 we still reading y'all y'all still in your bibles y'all bible app still open the page is still cracked open Let's go to, um. okay, we're going to verse 7 through 10. It says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring help to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. Let's unpack this Saints cause and effect it simply simply when we are obedient to God we put ourselves in position for a blessing just saying the way that I work honestly, I'm a very matter of fact kind of person. I believe one plus one equal two. Um, And this just makes so much sense. When you obey God. And if you are obedient to him, he will honor and bless that. But sometimes it's not as simple the way we be acting. The way we be getting up, the way we be going along, right? It's not as simple as one plus one equal two. When we want to walk in sight, <laughs> when we don't surrender fully. But verse seven, let's 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 look at how let's look at the plain text. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. That is the instruction. Okay. That's the instruction. Verse 8. Verse 8. It says, This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. That's the blessing. Same thing. Let's keep it moving. Verse 9. It says, Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of your crops. Right? That's the instructions. Verse 10 tells you, if you do that, your barns are going to be full. You're going to be blessed. That financial breakthrough and, um, and all these things that you want, you will not lack. Hello, somebody. You won't lack. That's the blessing. But before you get to the blessing, somebody hear me when I say this. Before you get to a blessing, you first have to be obedient. Imagine that. <laughs> you have to be obedient. And I'm talking to myself too. The favor of God can't flow in disobedience. It can't. The favor of God cannot flow in disobedience. You think you're going to do things your way? You think you're going to be living out in these streets reckless? And then God's favors? Is... Come on now. God's favor is accessed; it's unlocked through obedience, y'all, through obedience. Let's keep reading. Verse 11 and 12, it's the last two verses we're going to um, read, it says, My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke. Because the Lord disciplines those he loves. As a father, the son he delights in. Discipline is a blessing. I want you to tell yourself, self, discipline is a blessing. Amen. Um, story time. It's a quick story. It ain't, it ain't deep. It ain't. I grew up thinking my parents were so mean. <laughs> I grew up thinking they were too strict. Um, and if you if you know what I mean, then you know what I mean. My parents are extremely strict. Everybody knew Kendra Mama and Daddy was probably going to tell her no. She couldn't go here. She couldn't do that. She couldn't wear this. She couldn't hang out with this person. She had to be here and not there. Like, they had a very tight terrain. And I did not like that growing up. Of course. Like, any child, any teenager that wants to do them, and you in my way from letting me do me, don't like it. Didn't like it. But I promise you, y'all, I did not recognize or appreciate their rearing, their discipline, until I got to college. It took that long, but it finally showed up. No, I think it showed up a little bit before that. Yeah, it did. It showed up a little bit before that. But I'll tell you this. When I went off to college, right? You go off to college, your your parents ain't there. They not in your dorm room. They not on your floor. They not in your class. They not with you when you're going out having a good time, right? And so I, 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 I think it was like maybe the first couple of days when I moved in into my dorm, and I was seeing like my floor mates just, cutting up, right? Just cutting up and doing stuff that I just knew better not to do. Right. (laughs) And I was just like, I literally called my mom and I said, mama, thank you so much for everything that you taught me. Thank you for doing, you know, raising me the best way that you could. I just like, I just thanked her for doing what she needed to do to get me through to my adulthood. I thanked her because I was like, these, these, they ain't got no training. <laughs> they ain't got no discipline. They ain't gotten no, like, they just ain't got it. Or if they did, if they, if they did get it right, we're going back to verse one. They forgot it. And it's the same thing. When it comes to God, I was, I was, I was, I was talking to a friend, a dear friend. And when she talks about how the Lord disciplines her, she says, God yelled at me. <laughs> I think it's so funny. She says, God yelled at me. And I, and I reminded her, I says to stop it because we, when, when God disciplines us, we think it's a bad thing or we think that he's mad at us or, we, or, or we can no longer get to him because we failed or we fallen or we did something that, you know, he wasn't pleased with. And so when we get discouraged, when God disciplines us, then we feel like I can't come to God dirty. I have to get myself together first before I come to the Lord. And the truth of the matter is you can't ever get yourself together. That's a God job. Um, Anyway, but I told her it's a blessing to have the conviction of the Holy Spirit. There'd be people out here in these streets cutting up, cutting up. The best way they know how. And don't have the conviction of the Holy Ghost to say, stop. And then actually listen. But when God actually uh disciplines you and takes stuff from you that you don't need and puts you in a position that's better for you, even though you don't like it, or makes you apologize to somebody that did you wrong, or makes you forgive somebody that did you wrong, or tells you to be quiet and sit down, or instructs you to humble yourself, don't be offended. Don't be offended. Because the reason why he's disciplining you, the reason why you can't go with everybody and hang out with everybody and do things with the things that you used to do before coming to Christ is because he loves you. And God disciplines those he loves. For any parent that lets their kids do any and everything And I'm not a parent, but I'm, I'm a child and I've, and I, and I've seen, (laughs) you can, you, you've seen, I know y'all done seen some parents that just don't care let their child say what they want to say, do what they want to do, go where they want to go, act how they want to act. And then that child ends up in destruction versus a parent that actually guides their children in the right way, that actually encourages them to do the best that they can, disciplines them so they can know right from wrong, so when they get out in the world, they operate in parameters, that's love. And God disciplines those he loves. And that conviction of the Holy Spirit that, that pulls you back, is not God being mad at you. It's not God condemning you and getting on your case. If, if Jesus didn't come to condemn, we need to understand that, you know, discipline is not to make us feel bad. It is for our growth. And blessings come from it. Amen. Amen. And blessings come from it. That, my friends and my family that's, that's listening, I want us to be reminded that when we are moving in life, I don't know what it is that you're asking God for. But I want to remind you that those things that you know about your father that you were taught in Sunday school, that you were taught in Bible study, that you were taught in prayer. Let's go back to the basement. Let's dust off those boxes. Let's take out those resources and bind them around our neck like the word of the Lord says. Let's do that. So the moves that we make Because we think we bring our we bring our own success We can't bring our own success What we see on Instagram of people I'm going to use my air quotes Thriving That ain't true success We can't bring The level of God's abundance Without accessing who God is so this year, let's line up with God's word so we can be successful in the spirit. And not even just through spiritual things, because God will bless you naturally. If you line up with his word, he will bring you favor. I mean, favor over your life. If you're obedient, I can't even tell you. Actually, I have been telling y'all <laughs> over the course of all so many 80, 87 episodes I didn't told y'all how many times out of obedience when God told me to do something and I did it. God blessed me out of my obedience. I can remember, um, God was challenging me on my giving, my financial giving, right? Tithes and offering. And so I, I I acted immediately. God told me to do this, do this, give this, give this amount. And I was like, yes, let me do it. And literally, this was the time that Malik and I were um, just getting our, our, our first place together. And somebody gave me a call and said, hey, I have this brand new dining set still in the box. It's yours if you want it. And mind you, the money God asked me to get, asked me to give wasn't wasn't even enough to buy that, that dining set. It wasn't, and it's not even about things, but it's the principle. When you obey me, I'ma bless you beyond what you can do. That's another word for another day, okay. And lastly, my reminder to my dear brothers and sisters, discipline is a form of how much God loves you. It truly is. All right, y'all. That is the word on the street for this week. If you have any more questions, um, please feel free um, to email me or send in any questions or topics of discussion um by way of um the unassociated website which is www.un-associated.com all right before we um completely close out i do want to say a word of prayer so with all hearts and minds clear all hearts and minds clear father in heaven we thank you so much for this day we thank you for being good to us God we thank you for your word your word is 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 life your word is everything it's all the instructions that we would ever need God we thank you so much for opportunity to learn as your spirit reveals what your word is saying to us. God, I pray that you encourage the hearts, the spirits, the minds of your children that are listening to this right now. God, I pray that the things that they have put in the back of their minds in the depths of their heart that aren't at the forefront, that are not in operation, God, I pray that you encourage them To go back to those teachings, go back to prayer, go back to the foundation and to continue to build on it. Not just to build on our mother's and our father's relationship, our grandparents' relationship with you, God, but taking that foundation and building on our own with you, God. Lord, I pray that you inspire the spirit of obedience with us, that even when we don't want to do it, when we don't want to say what you want us to say, when we don't want to do what you want us to do or go where you want us to go, that we say yes to you totally and completely. God, I pray that in our obedience, that you see it and that you honor it and that you bless us, oh God, to be obedient, not as an exchange, but God, because we love you. That much. God, I pray that when you discipline us, that we receive it as a sign of love. We rebuke the enemy. Lord, I pray that you rebuke the enemy when he tries to convince us that your discipline is a sign of us being bad or wrong or untouchable God I pray that you allow us to distinctly hear your voice to get to know your voice so when the enemy begins to speak that we know it is not you God, I pray for strength of your people cover us and keep us raise us up as the remnant of Jesus Christ in your name we pray we pray amen right y'all that is the word of the week I hope this was a blessing to you it it surely blessed me just reading it just go back and read it I promise you go back and read it and it'll bless your soul it'll warm your heart it is absolutely beautiful y'all share this message with someone that you know who need to hear this put on your Facebook put on your Instagram Put it out so we all can be inspired, challenged, and changed and encouraged through the word of the Lord. Okay, everyone, be blessed. Until next week.